1941, Pete Rose, professional gambler, wrestling personality, and who I also believe played baseball, was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. The film The Great Lie, starring Betty Davis, premiered in Littleton, New Hampshire, as a benefit for a local hospital one week before opening nationwide. And Superman beat up a car, a plane, but took it easy on an armored car in the next issue of Action Comics. Greetings, super friends, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of Reaction Comics, where today we're discussing from April 1941 Action Comics number 35. I looked it up on eBay, and there is a copy of Action Comics number 35 right now going for $1,100. I have no idea if there are any bidders on it. Um, I know I'm not purchasing it. And uh, it says um, there are 10 people watching it, though. That includes $60. uh, Actually, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Say $60 of shipping. That's that's for Action Comics number one, um, which is a, a 2018 reprint. I'm looking at Action Comics at 35. I'm assuming it's an original. Um, $1,100. So if you want that, uh, go and get it. Um, for me, I'll read it on the DC app. Uh, Action Comics, the world's largest selling comic magazine. It features my man, Superman, on the front page, the front cover. Um, really a dude, some sort of a soldier. I'm going to guess it's a, it's a non-American soldier. Uh, just riddling Superman with bullets. He's got um, a machine gun with that that um, long thread of bullets. I don't know what they're called. You know, the bullets you can just kind of feed in. like So, you know, there's definitely a term for them, but I don't know them. I'm not learned. Um, but he is blowing Superman away with these bullets. And they're just bouncing off him. He's attempting to. And Superman's like standing there all cocky with his arms, like, in a, like showing his muscles. Um, you could see it in the in the art for this episode. It is um, in the show notes as well. Um, he he looks pretty ballsy. Now I'm assuming this soldier didn't have long to live, uh, because you know you like to say Superman doesn't kill, um, and maybe maybe he doesn't, but he definitely threatens to kill, and and we'll see that we'll see that coming. Superman by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. The first panel. I'm seeing now the, the first panel is really a, um, it's becoming like the, hey, on the next Superman, like it's, here's what you're going to get um, coming in this episode, this issue. It shows Superman punching a green car, like he is beating a car to death. Um, there looks like there's some guns falling out of the car, so I'm assuming the car belongs to a, a, a couple of bad guys. Uh, but he is punching it, I don't know why, I don't know what's going to happen. But um, I can assume that this car uh, deserves 
everything that it has coming to it. So there is text in the first panel. It says, when Lois Lane decides to aid an elderly couple, she does not realize the maze of adventure and excitement she is barging into. Indeed, the Daily Planet girl reporter finds herself in many a tight spot that threaten to be fatal. Fortunately for her, though, spelled T-H-O, her movements are under the all-seeing scrutiny of the champion of the helpless and oppressed, the mighty, the daring, Superman. Now we get into the actual story. Uh, this looks like this elderly couple is showing up uh, at the Daily Planet. And how do I put it? They look like their brother and sister. They look like they, they have the exact same head, almost the exact same hair. Just she's in kind of a, a green dress, a lot of green in this issue. And like a, um, like a, like a church cap, like a, something a lady would wear to, to Sunday mass. And he is in a brown suit holding his hat in his hand. And I'm just going to say he kind of looks like a Christopher Lloyd type. I don't know if he looks like Christopher Lloyd, but he looks like a Christopher Lloyd type. That doesn't mean I'm going to do a Christopher Lloyd impression. I can't, or I'm not even going to attempt to. He just says, we, we've come to the newspaper uh, for advice and help. And there's this girl, like receptionist, who's also the, um, the operator. She's like, I I'm sorry, but I don't know why she's there because she does nothing. They walk right by her. Everyone ignores her, including Lois. She's like, step right in. I'll speak to you. Now, what can we do for you? He says, I'm Benjamin Sims, and this is my wife, Emily. We used to be well off, but have suffered financial reverses. We're about to lose our home, but there's a slight ray of hope. And then his twin wife says, a, a, a man visited us recently and offered to buy some gold mining stock that we bought years ago. He offered to pay only a dollar a share for our 500 shares, though we had paid much more. Shall we accept this offer to buy the Guy Bart mine stock? You know, how many stories can revolve around mines? I feel like we just did this last, last episode, and now right away we're into another mine? I mean, mines are big business and big, like, big story adventure, um, uh, subjects in, in the 40s so honestly they, they they're like we we have a question about our life savings let's go to the newspaper and ask a reporter really maybe i guess financial advisors weren't a thing then the, the newspaper does have a financial editor uh, and lois went to him to appraise the worth of the stock and she's asking him how much is it worth he said i'm sorry lois this this hasn't the slightest value why anyone should seek to buy it beyond me Lois, she feels like there's more to it. She says, do you mind if I hold on to the stock for a few days and investigate further? She's back talking to the Sims, the Sims twins. Um, maybe they are brother and sister. I don't, I don't think so. They just, they definitely should be. Though. Uh, and no one notices. Like I, I, if I was Lois, it's all I could think about. The fact that these people look exactly the same. Uh, so she's like, do you mind if I hold on to the stock, investigate it further? It must have some unsuspected value if someone wishes to buy it. She said, thank you for being so good to us. and We'll, we'll return next week for the verdict. So uh, we, we left our entire life savings with the reporter. We'll be back in a week. Hopefully, hopefully it all goes well. A few hours later, this guy shows up. Um, 
I guess he uh, he looks for Lane, Lois Lane, because it just says a few hours later, and Lois says, "Yes, I'm Lois Lane." And this dude, um, how could I say this? He, who does he remind me of? So he's got the scar on his face, but he's definitely dressed like a gangster. Like, I don't know if I've used this analogy before. I'm sure I have. Joe Piscopo and, and Johnny Dangerously. It's the first thing I think of almost every time I see someone who, who dresses like this, who looks like this. And he looks at Lois. He says, I've just purchased the Guy Bart mine stock from the Simpsons. You'll give it to me, please. Lois says, I- I'll do nothing of the sort. I don't believe you. Mr. Sims assured me he wouldn't sell until he heard back from me again. And so he says, then I'll take what belongs to me by force if necessary. And he goes to grab these papers off of Lois's desk. And Clark gets up in the most amazing orange plaid suit that I wish I owned. She's like, Clark, stop him. He's like, um, er, er, I don't, don't you, don't you think? And the guy says, get away. So Clark doesn't do anything. But the other reporters prove more resistant than Clark. The intruder is heaved out of the newspaper office. You'll hear from me again, he says. And I don't, a prospect I don't relish, said Lois. So now we're back to Clark. He's like, uh, would you, um, would you uh, care to go to lunch with me? Now, I'd be like, dude, this dude just like mugged me and you didn't do a thing. Get away from me. Instead, she says, oh, okay. I'm taking the mining stock with me for safekeeping. though. I'm not going to let it out of my sight. So, as Lois and Clark eat, they do not <laughs> they do not see this face peering in through a restaurant window. So they're, let me paint the picture. They're at a diner or a restaurant, and they're seated kind of next to each other. So in a circle, if this was a circle of a table, it's up against the wall. They're both kind of up against the wall. Um, so they can talk to each other, um, but other four other people, people could probably sit with them but they are kind of sitting next to each other. And outside, there's this dude in a suit um, who's just kind of staring in. You don't, it's not very well-detailed drawing, but there's a guy like with his hands in his pockets and he's just looking in the window. And uh, now Lois and Clark are, are talking still about the stock. She's like, I'm more certain than ever that the stock has a greater value than appears to possess. Clark's like, I, I advise you to forget. Just, just forget the whole thing. You're, you're courting trouble. Just then, there, there's not even any explanation. It's just the next scene, this dude is inside the restaurant, grabbing the stock and running away. He says, that man, he just snatched the stock from my purse. And Clark says, stop. Uh, Lois dashes out into the street. It's like, there, he, there goes the thief off in that car. But, but, but where's Clark? Dodging swiftly into an alley and out of Lois's side, Clark swiftly removes his outer garments transforming himself to Superman. Not a second to waste, he says to himself. There's the car below. Now to throw an unexpected hitch into the plan. So the next panel, first it shows him, you know, ripping off his his shirt. Next panel, he's leaping over the car, then jumps right in front of the car, and he says, stop, or you'll regret it. And boom, here we go. Here's here's a, a less detailed drawing of what we saw in the first panel. The car smashes right into Clark, into Superman, I'm sorry. But as the auto continues at increased speed, Superman says, seeing is believing, huh? The thing smashes into Superman. And um, 
Now the guy pulls out a gun and starts shooting at Superman. He's like, still playing hard to get. You, you might as well hand over the stock right now. Now he rips the door off the car. And this guy is like, eek. He's got his hands up. He's all freaked out. He's like, here, here, take the blankety-blank stocks. All I know is a guy gave me a century to snatch him. And it's the toughest easy money I ever laid eyes on. Um, the blankety-blank stock. Is this, like, the first official swear? Like, is he saying, here, take these mother effing stocks? Uh, so this isn't the guy who, um, this isn't the guy who showed up at the, the Johnny Dangerously looking guy. This is a guy who was hired to steal the stock. And Superman says to him, as he's grabbing him by his lapel, I suggest you investigate the possibilities of earning an honest living. Because if I ever find you, engaged in crooked activity again there will be one less thief in this world so as i said superman doesn't kill right but he does like to threaten to kill so returning to the alley superman dons his outer garment they don't call them clothes back then huh? just outer garments a lot of outer garments getting the stock was easy he said but explaining to lois how i got it will be a tough so it really wasn't that tough because she says how, how so you recovered the stocks but how he's like oh superman uh you can thank him for that he swooped down and handed them to me before i could ask him a question he left uh okay that really wasn't that hard clark so they're walking along and clark's like you know lois even i'm becoming convinced that perhaps there is a story behind this stock really clark now you're convinced so some strange dude with a scar shows up at the um, paper, lies and says that he bought the stock, tries to steal it um, while you stand there and do nothing. Then another guy shows up at a restaurant, really right after, and again, steals the stock, um, shoots you, and uh, you, you, you know, you, you, I don't know, killed him or brought him to the police. We don't know what happened to that guy. Uh, and you got the stock back, though. And and now, only now, you're thinking there's a story behind the stock. I mean, you're not the best uh, reporter in the biz for nothing, right? I mean, you're not, obviously, Lois. But I don't know if she's considered that yet, as they call her the girl reporter. But Lois is like, now if I can only make White believe. So, you know, Perry White. I don't think he's called Perry yet, but he is definitely White. They say they just say White a lot. Uh, so they're back at the office. And they're talking to Mr. White as he's lighting up a, a, a nice stogie. She says, I tell you, there may be a big yarn involved if you'll only permit me to look the Guy Bart mine over. And Clark says, and if you want, Chief, I can accompany Lois. So, uh, it's like, maybe you have something there, Lois, but I want you to cover the story on your own. Clark, you remain here in Metropolis. I can spare only one of you. So later at the airport, Clark... Um, accompanied Lois to the airport for whatever reason. He's a re he says, remember, be careful. Still worried, Clark, she said. Well, forget it. This will probably be turn out to be terribly boring. And he turns his head. And all of a sudden he's like, that the thief who tried to steal the stocks. Okay, I guess, Clark, you just let him go. So good job, Superman. He's hurrying into the telegraph office. 
little x-ray vision ought to come in handy now. So Lois, I guess, notices none of this. Maybe she went to her plane. I don't know. It doesn't explain. Now he's right outside this building, and he's looking through it. He's got, like, these yellow... Um, the, the vision is like this yellow streak coming out of his eyes um, and it's splashing up against the wall. Uh, I don't want to say what it looks like. He's warning someone that Lois is on that plane. No doubt of it. Lois is in danger. Stepping behind the hangar, Superman removes and hides his civilian garment. His garments. Oh, garments. Lois menaced. That is a signal for Superman to make his appearance. I wanted like a mechanic to be like working on the plane because like, what's that now? Uh, later, as the airliner flies through the fleecy clouds, I guess this is the plane that Lois is on, a small plane abruptly comes into view in circles above. The airliner pilot receives an astonishing message. That plane above us, it demands we land without radioing for help or he will shoot us down. Piracy in the sky, said the co-pilot. As warning bullets smash through the windows of the passenger compartment, the passengers leap for cover. Keep down. We're attacked, says, um, I don't know, the stewardess? Yeah, back, they, they call them stewardesses still back then, right? Flight attendants. Down drops the great transport plane, and as it does, the enemy pilot grimly tightens his finger on the machine gun trigger. Remember before I was talking about the bullets? Um, like the threat of bullets that go into a machine gun. Well, this dude looks like he's coming uh, coming out of like almost a World War One fighter plane because he's he's just standing in a hole like he's out of a hole, got a machine gun, he's got these bullets, and he is, I guess, he's shooting at Lois's plane, and he says, "Another second, and I'll let go with a burst that will put it out of commission permanently." Or will you? Just as, fight, just as the fighting plane puts the airliner out of control, down goes the streaking figure of the Man of Steel and smashes the machine gun with one swift blow of his fist. What? Superman says, that attends to the gun. I'd like to give the machine gunner more attention. But right now, it looks like I better attend to that plane before it crashes. He says, as Lois's plane is pointed straight down towards uh, its uh, demise on, on the uh, Earth. Seconds before the great sky vessel can smash, Superman neatly dives beneath it. This calls for fast action, he says. And catching its giant bulk, he lowers it safely to Earth. He says, there, maybe now I can get after that pilot. And now he's leaping, like, it looks like he jumped up and he said, you heard me descend, even though we didn't see him say it. I always feel like, this, like they, they draw more panels and then they get what they get, and they if they can't fit it, they just cut it out because, I don't know, you heard me. Or they they just assume that we will fill in the blanks. It's probably more that. Um, you know, these are definitely being read by kids. So he says, you heard me. Descend, he yells at the plane. Well, the pilot didn't listen, so Superman jumps right onto the plane and says, so he chooses to disregard my order, huh? This will prove to him that I mean business. And then he breaks both wings off the plane. He snaps one off, then he snaps the other off. And then he punches the motor, because I guess that needed to happen also. He says, next stop for what's left of this plane is the junkyard. Waka waka. 
And so as the crashed mass falls, Superman lifts the pilot to comparative safety. He's not going to die, but Superman has him. He says, stick around. There are a couple questions I'd like answered. And this guy says, you'll learn nothing from me. Nothing. So Superman subjects his captive to some hair-raising acrobat. He says, stubborn, huh? Let's see if I can frighten some of the, that cussness out of you. So he just starts flipping this guy around in the middle, in the sky. Now, this Superman doesn't fly. So they're just falling. So they must be really high up because he's flipping this guy around. So much so that there's a bird there with a question mark over its head. And it's like, what? I don't know if they just like spun the bird around or whatever, but the guy, the pilot's like, hey. And then Superman says, and bear with me, I'm going to try to say this word uh, without mumbling it. Still uncommunicative. I did it. Uncommunicative. Yeah. <laughs> then I want no part of you. And he just throws, he just lets the guy go, tosses him off. And the guy says, eek. He literally says eek with four E's. Birds of a feather, huh? And he uh, he's looking at the birds now, I guess. Because there's three birds next to him and this guy's falling to his death. He says, help, I'll talk. The guy who just says he'll never say anything now says he'll talk. With the coward pilot under his arm, Superman dropped to Earth. Let's have it. Why did you fire on that plane? He says, some guy I never saw before offered me a couple of hundred if I'd bring the airliner down and steal some stock from a girl named Lois Lane. So this, this, this guy really likes to cover his tracks. He's hiring people he's never met before to do these crazy jobs, r rob someone in a restaurant, shoot down a plane and steal some stock, or just go where the plane is landing and, and, and you know, rougher up there and steal the stock there. I mean, Jesus, you got to shoot down the whole plane? So, oh, and I don't know what happens to that pilot again. We, we, we never see him again. So I'm assuming Superman lets him go too, just like he let the other guy? the hell so back on the plane you know the one that uh was shot at then fell then superman saved um the stewardess says buckle up folks we're gonna attempt to take off and this guy says but the train is rough we'll, we'll never make it and lois says let's hope for the best i would be like excuse me excuse me hi i'm in seat seven um what about all the bullet holes what do we do about that should we should those be addressed before we take off 1941, so they're like, I don't know, the, the engine's on, let's try it. And they do. Along the, the rocky ground, speeds the plane, bouncing precariously, it appears a crash is imminent. It's not going to make it. There's no way on this rocky ground, these pilots should lose their license. Um, but in the very next panel, Superman um, jumps in, ra raises the plane by its undercarriage, and he hurls it like he's throwing a paper airplane. He, he hurls it safely up into the air. On your way, he says, and it, the plane just takes off. And Superman observes uh, safely, uh, he observes Lois safely leave the plane as it reaches its destination. So he, um, I guess he came, he ran after the plane and they landed pretty quickly. And he says, she'll never know how really close to disaster she was. Okay, I mean, maybe you throwing the plane through the air didn't help either. So... Now Lois is um, at the airport. I don't know if this is a taxi driver. He says, could you tell me the whereabouts of the Guybart mine? So again, not a great plan. The whereabouts? You have no map? Nothing? And uh, behind her, uh, a fella in a green hat and a nice uh, neckerchief says, uh, beg pardon, I couldn't uh, help overhearing. I'm Brock Walters, 
owner of the Walters Mine. I'll be glad to drive you to the Guybart Mine. And um, Lois says, there have been numerous attempts to steal Garbart Mine stock. This leads me to believe that the stock may possess unsuspected value. And this, uh, this Brock Walters says, sorry to disappoint you, but uh, that mine has been abandoned for years. It's absolutely worth it. And in this, in this drawing, kind of reminds me of a, lung, a young Robert Loja. I don't know if I've used that one before either, but that's what I see. I seize what I seize. So they're in a car now, and she says, uh, I hope you're not wrong. Because look, there's an armored truck. He says, oh, there's been a number of robberies recently, and so the miners are having their gold shipped to the bank in that truck. I've been lucky so far. I've escaped any robbery attempt. Do you mind stopping at my office while I transfer uh, the gold? I supervise the transfer of the gold? So they go to the office, and um, all of a sudden, uh-oh, those aren't armored truck guys. As they, as the Walter's gold is removed from his safe, these two guys say, hold it, raise your hands, and no false moves. And Lois says, what? These guards, they're fakes. Out of the mine office, back the bandits, using Lois as a shield. Don't move or we'll shoot the girl. You cowardly, are those, it looks like one guy's holding like three bottles of milk, but I guess that's supposed to be gold. Um, so... This, that guy, Walters, is like, you cowardly, and the two bandits say, quick, now for the getaway. So the guy shoves Lois. Now, where she falls, she looks like she'd fall 20, 15 to 20 feet away from the car. But I don't know if when he pushed her, she just walked backwards a lot because the next panel shows her right in front of the armored truck, and the guys are just about to run her over as they leave. But down streaks Superman in my favorite panel, in my favorite panel of this issue. It just says, down, down streak Superman, and he's got his arms out wide, his legs out wide, his cape over his head, and he simply yells, here I go again, as he falls down right in front of the uh, cart, the, the armored truck. Seizing the side of the metal auto, Superman raises it slightly off the ground, then vaults over Lois. It seems to, to me we've met before. Superman, says Lois. Now, um, now Superman has the, the armored truck, so it doesn't go anywhere. And he, here's something I, I, I find interesting. He says, the current problem. Again, he's talking to himself. I could rip the auto open like a can of sardines, but undoubtedly the truck's been stolen. And I don't want to injure the property of its innocent owner. But I've got to get those bandits out. We've, we've seen Clark smash through walls of radio stations. Uh, we've seen him smash through walls jump through windows. There's an open door. He'll smash through the wall right next to the door. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, an armored truck with bandits in it, he's like, nah, I don't know. I don't want to damage some property. Um, so instead, he he decides, you know what? I'm just going to pick this thing up. There you go. He picks the armored truck up and he starts just flipping it over and over and over in his head. The, guy, the guys inside are banging around, flipping, um, just like really like... Um, not doing great. They're, they're, they're getting all, all discombobulated. And uh, when the, he finally lowers the car, the thieves stagger dizzily out. He, he flipped this car and brought it all the way to the sheriff's station. And uh, he's like, arrest them, sheriff. Oh, no, he doesn't say anything. There's another. There's two cops there that say, arrest them, sheriff. The guy's like, oh, my head. Give me air. And Superman just says, so long, and leaps away. Um, now, if the sheriff, if I was the sheriff, I'd be like, 
was that man assaulting you two um innocent armored car you know unless they know the armored car was stolen and i guess it makes sense so later on uh this uh, lois and this walters guy are in the Guybart mine because again as i said action comics loves mines but the only thing they love more than mine are mine cavens so uh this is the Guybert mine and walters is like disappointed huh well you can't say i didn't warn you and then all of a sudden a cave-in walters help me the mine is caving in uh now all these rocks separate uh lois and walters and she says buried alive the air is bound to be exhausted soon then don't talk lois if you don't talk you'll conserve some air but i mean it's not like she's in this tiny cramped space she's got all kinds of room the air should last a little while and the first thought is i'm gonna run out of air so walters dashes out for help he says back there a girl is in prison in the mine help me but as the lack of air begins to overcome lois before they can get there she's like the air gone what's that behind me a sound a part of the dirt wall it's crumbling, and boom, it's Superman. She, next instant, she says, Superman, and he says, right again. W what were you doing in the mine? The same thing you were, uh, inspecting it. You better come with me. But first, there's a little matter to attend to. So he sp smashes the mine, uh, the whole, the rock out so they can get out of the mine. She says, I never cease marveling at your, at your amazing strength. And shortly after... She's like, oh my goodness, this is a secret entrance. He says, surprised? Then prepare yourself for an even more astonishing discovery. Gold! You found gold within the mine. What a wonderful break for the Simses. Help yourself, but don't reveal the mine's secret entrance. So Superman's like, help yourself, take all the gold you want. I guess. But don't reveal the secret entrance. So minutes later, Lois encounters Walters and the miners who are attempting to free her believing her to be still in the entombed in the mine. Miss Lane. She says, were you kidding us? Because you were, uh... He says, look what I found. It's gold, she says. Gold up in their hills. How I managed to escape is a secret. Why didn't she just say, uh, Superman saved me? Anyway, she says, but what's important is that I found gold. If you clear away the entrance, I'll see to it that you all profit. And you see some miners in the background that said, Gold? Let's get to work clearing away that entrance. And Walter says, gold in the Guybrot mine? That's nonsense. You're, you're wasting your time. But the next panel, we see these guys just working like crazy to clear out the mine. And Lois watches the miners work with delighted anticipation. But suddenly, there's a gun in her back. Up with your hand. And um, she turns and says, the man with the scar. Don't... Any of you miners move, okay? Men, get going. So this guy just shows up out of nowhere. Um, and he says, don't any of you miners move. Okay, men, get going. Right away, boss, all of a sudden, all these bad guys show up. I guess. Uh, and later, the bandits return with boxes of gold taken through the mine's secret entrance. Got all of them? And he's standing with his hands on his hips and his gun at his waist. Says, this is the last one. Good. When I give you the signal, fire. These witnesses must be wiped out. So now we see the miners actually didn't work for the uh, for this guy. They were just innocent miners. 
um, and Lois is behind them, and they all have their hands tied behind their back. And they're all about to be murdered, except at the, as the scarred man gives the signal, Superman streaks in to the line of fire and snatches up the bullets before they can reach their target. He's boom, he's catching them, bam, 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 slap, slapping them all away. She says, it's Superman. And the guy's shooting like, what? And Superman just says, bullets, I think I'll help myself. Get that guy. So then they all, they all jump at him. He's like, thanks, boys, as they all try to fight him. He's, an instant later, Superman emerges from the pile with all of the gangster's guns. It's mighty decent of you to do this for me. Hey, he's got our gun. And I think in the next panel, he gives some of the guns to the miners and says to the bad guys, he's like, here you are. Now, now see how brave you, uh, they are without their gun. Okay, he's saying it to those miners. And they say, now you raise them before we blast your ears off. Don't shoot, please, the miners say. But in confusion, the scar man leaps onto a horse and catches up to Lois. She's like, help. He says, try following me and the girl died. Made a clean getaway. He's on the horse riding. So he's like, ah, I'm safe now. I can get rid of the girl later. But in the sky above, just like he was before with his arms and his legs out wide, he says, he's got another guest coming. And I wish he said he's got another thing coming. He jumps down. I don't know where he jumped from. Probably just jumped up. Now he's landing down uh, by the scarred man on the horse. Put down that girl. You get back or I'll toss this bottle of nitroglycerin. Because he had that with him for some reason. The horse looks scared to hell. And Lois is just holding on for her life. But suddenly the horse trips. And down drops the deadly bottle. At a speed so swift the eye can hardly follow, Superman jumps down and scoops up the bottle of the moment before it hits the earth. And what does he say? Come to Papa. <laughs> um, and as he soars up into the sky again, he is enveloped in a terrific explosion. So I guess the, the thing went off anyway. So who cares? I, maybe he, he made it explode in the sky. I don't know. Um, but unharmed, he... And I, and I, I didn't say, but uh, it, I actually read, but unharmed, he survives to plummet earthward and catch up the amazed scarred man and Lois. You're unhurt, Lois says. Takes more than a charge of nitro to annoy me. And this guy, the scarred man, looks like frightened as hell. Um, so he brings him right to the sheriff. Says, here you are, sheriff, the bandit leader. leader. And, um, Sheriff says, the mine is not worth us after all. The Simses will be thrilled. Superman says, I hate to differ uh, with you, Lois. Oh, I guess Lois was saying that. But you're wrong, because why would the sheriff know who the hell the Simses are? <laughs> anyway, he says, <laughs> um, you're wrong. The mine is worthless. Uh, but the gold, you gave me some of it. You see more of it with your own eyes. Superman says, that gold there? The gold you see is the gold that was stolen from the miners in these parts. Sorry to blast your hopes. And the sheriff says, however, there happens to be a large reward for the capture of the bandits and the return of the gold. You're entitled to it, naturally. Walters will be delighted to learn that he gets his gold back, at least, Lois says. Oh, you'll note that when the false mustache and scar are removed, you see Walters. So this Walters guy was the, the scarred 
guy from all the way at the beginning, from John D. Dangerously. Um, he hired the, the man in the car, in the restaurant. He hired the man in the plane. He, I guess when Lois turned her back, he put the scar and the mustache on and then put the gun at her back. Um, so Superman explains he robbed his own mind only to cover up uh, that he was the bandit head. And he wanted that stock only to prevent investigation, any investigation of the guy about mines where they hid the swag. So all that was just so he could hide the swag. All it actually did was uh, bring attention to it. So what he wanted to do, um, what he wanted to avoid, he did. And um, they're like, you, you, I don't know who's saying it. I'm assuming um, Guy Bart saying it. Or, or Walters, he's like, you, I would have got away from it if it wasn't for you pesky superhero. Um, so the sheriff says, if you'll accompany me, I guess we're all done with Walters. The sheriff says, if you'll accompany me, I'll see to you that you get the reward. And um, Superman says, give it to Lois. She deserves it. And she he leaps away. And Lois says, come back. And he flies away. Or he leaps away, leaps away. Later in Metropolis, um, the, the, the Sims is like, they're trying to, uh, you know, um, be like, Lois, no, we can't. She says, I insist you take the reward, okay? I took the money only so that you I could give it to you. And, Lo, and Mrs. Sims is like, how can we ever thank you? You saved our home. Nice going, Lois, Superman says, back in his same orange suit, because that's the only suit he wears in this issue. And he thinks to himself, what a girl. She's one in a million. The end. So what did we learn? Well, we learned that, um, you know, Schuster and Siegel love mines. And, and the, the madcap adventures you can have in a mine. You know, you could have a, a mine collapse. But last week we had a, a runaway mine car. You could have um, miners be trapped. Um, a cave-in. I guess that's the same thing as a collapse. I guess, but, but oh, it's so different because it's in a different issue. A lot of mines, a lot of mine investigation. I'm hoping next issue is mine-free. I'm not guaranteeing anything, but it would be, it would be kind of uh, interesting to, to, to see a story without a mine. Uh, what else do we learn in this issue? All of a sudden, Superman cares about property. Uh, we've seen him cause uh, thousands uh, of, of dollars, millions of dollars. Remember, he beat up a whole neighborhood, beat up a whole town, um, just so they could rebuild it. We've seen him punch through walls, smash through windows, just rip elevators apart. He's done countless damage Um all in the name of, of, of safety and, and, and stopping crime. But when it comes to that, um, that armored car, he's like, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to just peel the door off. Something bad could, you know, I, wanna, I feel bad for the innocent people who own this. All of a sudden, Superman cares for the 1%, the, the armored car owners, you know? You know what I mean? Um, what else do we learn in this issue? I don't know. Superman, Clark owns an awesome orange suit. And he wore it every time. Every time he was at work. Um, and Lois, actually, everything she did in this issue was good. You know, she. Uh, a lot of the time, they 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 draw her or write her, so it's like, 
I'm going to go off in this little adventure and get caught up, and then Superman's going to save me. And yes, that did happen. But she was there following a story. She was there trying to help this elderly couple. And um, it wasn't just like her snooping around as they as they've had her do in previous issues. I think that's it. I think I've covered just about everything to cover in this uh, issue, Action Comics number 35. Can you believe it? We've had, I want to say 35 uh, episodes, 36 episodes if you count our Christmas episode. And we are closing in on one year of Reaction Comics. Um, there are a few few weeks missed in there, and I'm sure there will be a few weeks missed in the future. But I appreciate so much everyone who has um, who has listened, who has stuck by, who subscribes, you, um, who follows the podcast on Instagram, even though I'm not very active on there uh, as of late. I'm on Instagram at Reaction Comics. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Geek Mentality. Uh, the website is fansnotexperts.com. The Facebook page is uh, simply fansnotexperts. You can throw us a like. We don't do much there either. But the website is, is really the best place to find every single bit of podcasting that um, I and my friends do. Um, and my cousin. But that's it, my friends. Um, sorry to get it out a day late, Sean. Um, until uh, next time, uh, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And remember, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Goodbye, super friends. So long. Goodbye. Fans not experts.